again, everybody. Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700. The Big Talker, KBGG. As we were waiting. Yes. For the thrilling end of the Marty and Miller radio program. Six, two, and even. Six, two, and even. I noticed that Marty doesn't like to be on camera, so he hides behind the microphone. But they somehow get him still. You see that? They still kind of peer it around there. I'm moving my chair this Mm. way Mm -hmm. so that you can see me. Under the mistletoe, it, you know, as I, I sit here. This, this set just is, is, it reminds me of the delicious dish, the uh, the, the ball skit from Saturday Night Live. <coughs> you ever thought, the, the you know, galaxies, they got the microphone, we got the little brick wall behind us, there's not much else going on here, and we're just kind of looking at each other. I don't but, really uh, like that premise, and you just said balls. Okay, well then it was the other, they did well, three or four That's other better ones. than like yeah. beef pressure yeah, or something like that. Anyway, Brett Ridge, Dave Crane Jr. with you here on the Hawkeye Huddle, as we are each week from 5, 6 o'clock here and around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com. That's thehawkeyehuddle.com. you get our podcast later on uh, either tonight or tomorrow, depending on when I get around to getting it, uh, getting it put up. But uh, Trent has it ready literally 40 seconds after the show. Yes, but I don't have a computer, and so I have to, if you do it, there's some stuff you have to, you can do it on your phone. It takes a little while it's a little, on my little phone, or I can log on the computer and... Sometimes I wait to log on at work in the morning and just get it done then. I am so, sure it, that it is, the people yeah. at uh, wherever you work are really happy to it know that takes, that's how you... It only takes two minutes when you do it that way. Anyway. Uh, do I have a computer at home? I, I do, but it's, it's got some issue right now where it's not... It's, Porn? Uh, it, it, who knows how I got there, <laughs> but it's got some issue. Anyway... Um, yeah, Iowa beat Iowa State in basketball. Did you know this? Just and, as we called it... <laughs> Not sure exactly, but I, t- I will tell you this. You told me we, were, we didn't even know the spread at this time last week exactly, and you uh, said I think seven or eight. And I'm like, really? I'm thinking twelve or thirteen. You're like, no, you're looking at some. You've got some sort of super secret site over here that you were looking at the plus or, plus there, or minus. There are deal. other people that have such a right, site. and you're like, oh, it's going to be seven or eight. So it was what seven and a half, right? So it and, started. I, right, it got down to. If I'm not mistaken, to get all the way to five, Trent. I might have gotten down. I think I don't. I don't know if it got that low, but at it was one point it got to four and a half at a couple books. Four and a half, and then bounced wow. back up and went off at about five and a half. Right. Five and a half. Five and a half was all it was. Well, they they were right. Iowa wins it by fourteen, seventy-eight to sixty-four. <laughs> That's a twenty-point difference. It, just, for it's, the just for the record, they were they were way right. Um, and the Hawks go to five and five on the year. Um, going into the weekend, they were one of only two Power Five te- teams with a. A losing record, uh, so you know it, it was. It was. It's a big win in a lot of different ways. Of course, Iowa State was ranked and had scored a bunch of points. Iowa played. Uh, we were saying, you know, a lot of people are like, "Hey, they played better defense." Here's the difference between what I'm going to say and what that what that statement is. The difference is they played some defense, right? They they literally had just not been playing. Uh, and rotating correctly off the ball screens. And Fran pointed this out a little bit here in the last couple of days where you say, look, here's the deal. You know, it, it takes all five guys if you're gonna, if you're gonna hedge on those ball screens. And they weren't doing it. They did it in this game. It forced Iowa State to take some, some other shots. And as we said, as we went off the air last week, the one thing I said was, I don't know how this is gonna work. I just know that Iowa State doesn't have the leader that they've had the last few years in terms of a guy that's going to help them come back. And when Iowa got up 17, I felt really good about the fact that despite the youth of this team, I felt really good about the fact that Iowa State didn't have that guy that I thought was going to put them on their back, on his back and lead him back. Sure enough, they didn't. Well, they don't. And, uh, you know, the interesting thing is, is, and then even the comments after the game, 
by uh, Morris by Monte Morris. Uh, you know, and and believe me, I think Monte's one of the best point guards in the country. I think he's, I think he's. Oh, he can play. There's he's no amazing. question. He's yeah. just a turnover and yeah. all this, but. You know, sometimes when you get your ass handed to you, it's okay to tip your cap and say, we got beat. Mm -hmm. And maybe they're not better than you, Monte, but, you know, your last game in the Iowa State uh, rivalry is an L. Um, One thing that your buddy George Yang can proudly say that he didn't have to endure. Um, And so it's just, you know, I hate bad losers. It just, it bothers me. It, it bothers me. Nebraska, they're bad losers. They are. This is, I, I said as much right. I tweeted as much right after the game that Morris's comments reminded me very much of the same things that Nebraska yeah. said on the football field after they had just been destroyed. Right. So right? It, it, yeah, they're not better than we are. We, they, yeah, they, we you know, played we bad, played, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, you did play bad, but guess what? The other team played a little better. And you know? oh, by the way, when other teams play well, you have to play as well as them if you have yeah. any want to have any chance to win. You know, and I and I was talking to a, a guy on Sunday, uh, Bruce, actually, at G-Migs, one of the, one yeah. of the owners. Yeah. And we were talking about this basketball team and, and how it's fun to watch them when – Cook gets back, you're going to have Peter Jock and four freshmen. I mean, not since the Fab Five can I recall a team that actually started four freshmen, at least in a Power Five conference. And you're, you're sitting there looking at what the future of this Iowa, Iowa basketball program looks like. It also points one thing out, that the previous few recruiting classes weren't quite as good maybe well, as we it, thought. It, well, he was trying to plug holes for a while with, with – you know what? What? What really was a, a really good class that went through four years and played a ton, but, right? But, but those, right. But those four years, right. you, if you didn't develop anything beyond that, and Peter Jock clearly, well, he developed uh, Pete Jock. He did, and you hoped on Dom Mule. He and then a couple. But you're right; they had a couple guys leave. They've had guys leave that left open these spots where all these guys now are able to come in as freshmen or redshirt freshmen. You're right; there but, was a couple of misses there. But but but, but let's. Let's really consider. Okay, the Hawks are five and five. We got you and I on Saturday, which is probably going to be a pick 'em. I'm trying to find that out here for you right now, um, and I'm going to suggest that you know if we guard uh, Jeremy Morgan, we might have a chance. Yeah, to you beat know, them. and I, I Northern Iowa's uh, kind of been up and down so far with with their play, and and I think there's there's a legitimate shot. We'll get into that a lot more. You know, um, Iowa out rebounded. Iowa State in this game, forty-two to thirty-nine. Iowa's uh, held them to eight for thirty from three-point land. By the way, they shot thirty-three pointers. Iowa State did. That's a lot. That's a you lot. Know, that's that, a lot for that's, them, right? It's a lot for them. Um, and well, I was going to. I'm thinking about Iowa Good State. Good Lord, your brain well, is going like I a got woman two right things now. I want two things I want to go toward. One, I thought I've always thought that Fred Hoiberg, when he first came in, Stay Fred Hoiberg. Focused. I am. I'm going to go to Iowa State first, and we'll go back and talk about. Iowa, but Iowa State, Fred Hoiberg came in. And we were at the first Iowa State game between those two when he when he was. Was that coach. when the kids were the ball yeah, boys? Yeah, right. right? So we, we go down and and um, I at the time I said he his offense is really just kind of a freewheeling NBA offense, right? It was a it was a lot of triangle and two. It was a lot of drive and kick, right? It was a lot, of, but he had he had a way of developing the horses to to run that, right? And what they've got going on right now over there is they have a bunch of guys that dribble drive, and when there's nothing there, they turn around and they kick it out for the three, which is very similar. The difference is 
that there's nothing else, right? And and, and well, and Iowa I, State has no low post, that, and, and that's it. I mean, so any team that has any semblance of a low post presence, this is where Pemza was fantastic the other and night. He only had 11 points, but he played very good defense as well. 11's good, for, by the way, for an 18-year-old kid in this right. game. And, and he continues to improve on it. And raise your hand if you thought that he was going to come in this year and be that. Uh, raise your hand a, if you no, thought Isaiah he, Moss was going to be this good. And so, well, not this year. No, I mean, I, I really, I, Isaiah Moss was the guy I had targeted as the surprise out of this deal, which we've, but, by the way, Big Ten Freshman of the Week, and, and Peter Pete, Jock is uh, Player of the Week. Big Ten right? Player of he the Week. He had 23 and, and 23, I think Moss 21 against what Stetson is, and 14. What is averaging right now, 26? Uh, you have to look that up. That's, I, that's about right. That's about right. But, no, you're right. Um, I, I think you're, the Iowa State's low post problems showed up. We, we talked about how they have all these guys that are relatively the same size. They're all built like brick, brick uh, yeah, outhouses, right? right? Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be a great low post player. In Iowa, you know, they're building some guys who are crafty down there. The one thing Pemsel has that Iowa hasn't had for a while is kind of the same thing Greg Bruner brought to you or uh, a guy like that where you, he, he, if he got on the low block, you're going to have to actually rip the ball away from him or he's going to f- find a way to put it off the glass and in. He doesn't kind of overshoot it. And so that's one good move. Now the great thing is, what do you do when you get t- Tyler Cook back? And it's a, it is a question as to how they're going to work and play together. You hope they just sort of assimilate in there and figure out a way to run an inside out with both of them in well, there because they have so much talent. And, and, and how cool is it that Bear goes to coach and says, if I need to go to the bench and come off the bench, just whatever. Just, you know, I just want us to play better. Yeah, he came in, uh, makes it, th- gets a three-point play, then he gets then a steal. Then he gets a steal and the dunk, dunk and a foul. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, he had like yeah. six, six in a row. And uh, I'm telling you, he's Ryan Bowen. He's the second coming. Well, he's, he's certainly the catalyst-type player that Ryan Bowen was. I don't know if he's going to be in the NBA for you know that, that long or anything I don't know like how that, Ryan Bowen ever made it to the but, NBA. But he did, and he played a long time. A long time. He might and, still be in the NBA, yeah. as far as I know. But, no, you're, you're right. He's, he's got that, that effect on the rest of his team. I just I like what we're developing here, even though... Peter, like Peter said, Jock's averaging 20, almost 24 games, 23. 23.8. See, what you're developing here is a team that's, as, as people have talked, this is a team for the future, but... If you look at that Big Ten schedule, the one bonus is you got a couple of the easier teams more than you know uh, twice this year, so that's not so bad. You might get some wins out of this. We're going to see how this goes. Certainly does bode well in terms of where you thought maybe a week ago after the UNL lost where they were. You know? I'm going to, and I'm I will say this after ten games, and I probably would have said this after six games. If they're over five hundred at the end of the year, you have to consider this to be a, a successful season. Monumental. Yeah. Absolutely, but just based on what we know of of what they have and the limitations and the youth and I mean, all the that big stuff, and then good. you've got the then you've got injuries. Your you're, one of your best players has been out for for you know a month now, and uh, yeah, and the Big Ten's good. There's no question. Well, heck, <clears throat> Minnesota's ten and one. Rutgers is nine and one. I mean, there's are probably not really good basketball teams, but they're good enough to be. They're, they're, As they're I nine said and one on last week's show, you, know? you be careful on January eighth when Rutgers comes to town. Yeah, they, that's the one to worry about, huh? <laughs> well, it, that, they, but, you get them twice, but you can't mark both down as automatic wins when they're nine and one. You can't no. mark down your Minnesota games as as uh, as automatic wins when they're ten and one. They've beaten. I think they've beaten Arkansas and Vanderbilt. I mean, Minnesota's actually looking somewhat decent under under Ricky Patino or Purdue, Michigan, know? Nebraska, Rutgers, Purdue. That's your first five. 
Let me ask you this. Just a different in a, in a different vein. Thirteen thousand nine nine thousand or nine hundred and fifty. What's up with that? Fifteen hundred people not there. Yeah. So that was one of the questions. Now, is that, granted, is that Thursday night, Thursday night, eight o'clock start, or but I it guess was a seven, seven o'clock seven start. start. I'm sorry. So normally I'd give I'd give the excuse that it was an eight o'clock start, but little disappointed in the fact that we're fifteen hundred open seats uh, there. Not that you could really were the, see. Were those advantage. the ones that were supposed to be sold to Iowa State that they never? Mm, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, we'd heard all this hullabaloo about oh, Iowa State's going to have a third of the arena. According. They had some fans there, but I don't. Uh, it, it didn't sound like or look like they had nearly that many. What were they going to cheer about? They were ahead two zero and never led again. So uh, I ended up watching the game over at uh, at what is traditionally a little bit more of an Iowa State hangout because a friend of mine wanted to go there. His wife oh, said, "God, Iowa that's State right. Down. You went to the OP. I went to the OP, and uh, that was really funny because the Chiefs were playing at the same time. So as the game gradually got out of hand. All these people wearing red and gold just sort of forgot about watching the one show, uh, show and started cheering for the Chiefs. And I'm not kidding you. That was li- they literally, um, th- th- they literally just kind of stopped worrying about the basketball game. It was dead silent in there. There were five Hawkeye fans in there, and yes, we did ask and receive a rendition of the beer song. Uh, so uh, shout out to the people though, who have that on tap. By the way, and uh, we all stood and sang. And uh, enjoyed the silence in, that was. In heaven, in, there in, is no in, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I, I don't even know how to explain what an environment like that that I hate to watch a game like that in. What when when it's the opposing team? The, you mean the just that place? Oh, that place? That other place? <laughs> just saying, it's not my deal. Is it? Well, I'm sure. <clears throat> hey, I hope. Godspeed. I hope you guys do great. They have good food. They I, do. I will speak to you off air about an incident that I had that is not <laughs> oh, necessary. Oh, you had an incident. Well, this I mean does, a horrible yeah, yeah, this, this, this kind does. of incident. So the Hawks go to 5-5. Five and five. You and I on tap on Saturday. Wells Fargo Arena, 3.30. And uh, tickets still they're, remain they're, for that. Um, so the big, the big four, a couple uh, years ago, you Trey couldn't get Creighton tickets. Trey Creighton is going to the big four. I, I understand that. I heard that. Because you're, like, taking off from our uh, from the Halley Christmas party early, pending, aren't you? Pending weather. Up. We're going to Chiefs game on Sunday. So you're going to watch his Titans. <laughs> and you're going down Saturday night after the? I At some point. Okay. I'm All not right. driving. I got a, I got an Uber driver. His name is Trey. His name is Trey, right? Right. Okay. So he's so you're you're so he's you picking Good you Lord. Up. I mean, could this be any clearer? I'm going to go to the Christmas party that our friend is having. I'm going to have a few pops. I'm going to carefully get home. Trey's going to get in the car and carefully drive us get home. home. Perfect. Maybe gotcha. I'll just anyway. Uber my way around Des Moines. You might be able to Uber all the way down to Kansas City. I am not Ubering to Kansas City. I may have an uberly good time. Okay. Under the mistletoe. Anyway, three thirty Saturday. Tickets still around. Um, you can go down there and watch the Hawks. This ought to be a, it. Ought to be a pretty good one. We'll see. Sounds like Tyler Cook will not play until next week. Um, doesn't think he'll give it a go on Saturday. So that that might play into that. We'll break that. Oh, they'll be back Saturday. for the Delaware State game. Ooh, the big one against Delaware. Is State. that who? Isn't that show, who we play? That's right. Big showdown against Delaware State. This All is right. Big show. All right. Telling us we need the break. Yeah, of course we do. Of course we do. All right, let's do it. We'll take a break. We'll come back here on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 and Mediacom. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6 on 1700. 
1700 KBGG traffic update. Taking another quick look at the roadways. Watch out for one accident in the metro right now. A four-vehicle accident with injuries at 73rd Street near University Avenue. Traffic's going to be a little tight in that area, so avoid the area if you can. The rest of the metro running accident-free. Have a safe ride home, and that's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Our forecast for tonight, partly cloudy, cold, and a bit calmer, a low near 11. But the winds are back tomorrow, mostly sunny, cold, and windy with a high of 19. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Brought to you by Subway. Now at Subway Tuesday is oven-roasted chicken day. That's today's 356-inch sub of the day. Oven-roasted chicken has no artificial flavors or colors from artificial sources. For just 350 it's a great sub for a great price. There's a different 356-inch sub every day, only at Subway. Do you see cracks in your foundation, brick, or drywall? or doors and windows that stick? These are all signs of serious settlement issues. Call Midwest Basement Systems for all things basementy. Basement waterproofing, basement structural repair, foundation settlement repair, and wall straightening and bracing too. Our engineered solutions will stabilize and lift your home back to level, putting you back on solid ground. Call Midwest Basement Systems today. Midwest Basement Systems got the fix call 289 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. This is a show where we take more calls than any other talk show in North America. The reason is, is we talk about you right in front of you every day. So thanks for being here. The Dave Ramsey Show on the Big Talk. In the Hawkeye Huddle, Brad Ridge, Dave Crane Jr. with you. 1700 and Mediacom, Channel 22, 822 High Def. Around the Midwest, around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com. Is High Def better than live? I don't. Isn't it the same thing? It's just different? I don't know. I, I don't, Could oh, you imagine oh. yourself in 4K? I can. <laughs> I have had the 4K experience, right? The, the four dimensional experience. There was a time in college where I 4K'd a lot. Did you? Did you? Hmm. We'll get into that in another show, maybe off the air on the internet only. Probably uh, during show. a counseling session yeah, or an FCC not a, not a inv- investigation. Hawkeye uh, women's basketball, they also beat Iowa State 88-76 to and beat Robert Morris 81-60. to They go to 8-3. and Tanya, uh, Tanaya Davis, three-point uh, specialist now, five out of six against Iowa State. Uh, they got Drake Sunday here. Um, nice win for them. Iowa State down a little bit. But, uh, hey, you know, Iowa with the Cyhawk Trophy Win for sure now at fourteen points to seven because you add the wrestling uh, victory twenty six to nine and on Saturday night. It should be this. noted that if Corey Clark wrestles it, and Sam Stoll wrestles, it, it's not twenty six to get, nine. They get three. Yeah, yeah. So Corey Clark out. Uh, I'm not sure. It seems like that might not be for too much longer at one thirty three. Stoll is still hurt from last year when yeah, he was twenty and two and went if, down. And I'm I had not to sure guess, that. if I had to guess, if that was Penn State. In town, not Iowa State, or if let's just say it was the Big Tens. Well, Trent's doing Trent's. Yeah, you're right. Would Cor- it be Corey, Corey Clark, Clark would have wrestled. wrestled? Trent's doing the wrestling update. They, hey, when's uh, what do they think about Stoll? Trent, when's he? Is he coming back at all this year? You stump me there. I, I'm not. Positive. You don't stump know? the Schwab. Stump the Schwab. Uh, I met that guy once. Really Did nice you? guy. Super super nice guy. Um, yeah, we were at a National Make a Wish event, and he. Uh, met a bunch of people and yeah it was it was right before Andrew's birthday and he called on my cell phone and left a message on the answering machine for Andrew as Andrew was like nine or eight or nine that's so, right yeah so anyway so <clears throat> Stoll's a heavyweight 
that has been out for quite some time. They've talked about him coming back, but I don't know when. Uh, he got hurt last year did after he, being twenty and two, did and then he got hurt shirt prior. Yeah, before that he did, and he's good. So you, if you were to add him to this lineup, and you're right, Clark is, you know, he's, uh, he's he, he will contend for, for the a national, national championship. Right. You add him in, Gilman, Sorensen, and Brooks are all all Americans. Uh, two technical falls and a major decision out of them the other night. You're looking at uh, you're looking at a formidable lineup that's already formidable, but they they're squeaking by in some matches that that Tom Brands obviously would like to see them actually pound the other the other uh, squad. Uh, but it's 26 to nine. Iowa's won 13 in a row over Iowa State. This is really no longer that big of a rivalry. Iowa State just falling on you know some harder times as far as that's concerned. In other news, Iowa State did win the broom ball match, but the Iowa basketball managers the managers won. Uh, last second shot wasn't uh, it? Yeah. My my boy Jerry Palmer had a big uh, deal out there on on the Twitter or Facebook, one of those, and uh, the manager game. The manager game. It, I, I don't know if it was the last second shot, but it was like sixty eight, sixty four. A lot of points. That's quite a few. Yeah, I would. Uh, uh, I love Bielus. Bielus does this all. You know, t- talks about all those from wherever he goes. Jay Billis. 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 Not Jay Billis. B i l a s. He was an All American at Duke, and I know is who Without he is. question, the best college basketball analyst. You think bar- so? Oh, it's not even close. You know who's been around for a long time? You mean someone other than Dickie V? As long. I was thinking about this the other day because Vern Lundquist did, did his little sign off. Did you to, get Misty? I, no, but Vern Lundquist did in his little sign off for college football. Okay, he's not he's not done with college basketball. I'm thinking back. Color and the the commentator and the and uh, and color commentator for the Iowa Oklahoma. Elite Eight game when uh, Gamble hit the big shot, yeah, right, 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 and then it's, Vegas on Sunday. It's Vern Lundquist and Bill Raftery back then. I was a senior in high school. These guys are still at it, and they look the same too. I don't. I mean, I no, thought no, they no. were old then. Uh, Uncle Vern has put on a couple. He's, well, he's put on a few. Yeah, he put on a few pounds. He's but put on yeah. a couple. I thought he was old then, though, and I certainly thought Raftery was well, too. Gee, but, but of course, yeah. when you're 18, anyone Anybody's who's got old. gray hair, I they're so. old. I suppose so. Good I Lord, suppose so. If you saw yourself today and you were 18, you know what you'd say. Who's that old bald dude? Right, but if I got thirty more years on the air, that'd be pretty good. I'd be I'd be pretty happy. Who in the hell's going to pay us for thirty I, more years? Uh, who in their right mind has paid us for thirty weeks? For thirteen years? <laughs> for thirteen years? It's a question. It's a miracle. It, it's, it's the Christmas miracle. miracle. Anyway, the Iowa wrestlers. Uh, I think they they take a couple weeks off. They're getting ready for the Big Tens, and we'll see. Well, don't uh, they have the Midlands? Uh, I don't think that's till February, is it? No, I think the Midlands is uh, yeah. end of December. End of December. December? It's, it's between Christmas and New Year's. Well, when I North think about Russia. that happens in February, there's one like that, too. Then. National duels. Ah, you got me. You got me there. So, well, we'll see if they can uh, bring yeah, some of these injured guys back. Yeah, but you got me women's rowing. Uh, no, I got you on women's basketball. You don't even, you would not know. We have uh, the tall girl. We do. We, I, and fact, the fast girl. If I'm not mistaken, we have two tall it's girls. It's a fairly young Iowa women's basketball team, too, that's uh, playing pretty well right now. They're, they're, looking, they're and, looking like they have a chance but they're, to, you know, to, to get their 10th straight like NCAA Dussel, tournament. Dussel, in front du, uh, Disterhoff. Disterhoff. Yeah. See? She's senior. Started with a D. Yeah. I think she's in line to become Iowa's all-time leading scorer. Is that right? Because she played a ton Who is as, the as current underclassman. Woman's all-time I would league. have to look that up. 
Thank you. Smarty pants. Well, it's not like the I really follow rests. it. It's not like I really follow it. I try to bring it to these people on this show every week just to let them know that yeah, eight, it's happening. Eighty-four seconds of used airtime, and we get and we get the music, which is the essential hook, essentially the hook that says "Get off the air." Yeah, we, we, got, take a break. we still get forty seconds. Tom Caker coming back here in just a minute with us uh, from HawkeyeReport.com. That's coming up here on the Hawkeye Huddle on seventeen hundred MediaCom. Hi, it's. 2017. Happy Holidays! From 1700 KBGG, Des Moines News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG Traffic Update. Taking another quick look at the roadways. Watch out for one accident in the metro right now. A four-vehicle accident with injuries at 73rd Street near University Avenue. Traffic's going to be a little tight in that area, so avoid the area if you can. The rest of the metro running accident-free. Have a safe ride home, and that's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Our forecast for tonight, partly cloudy, cold, and a bit calmer, a low near 11. But the winds are back tomorrow, mostly sunny, cold, and windy with a high of 19. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Hi, I'm David McNeil of WeatherTech, and I have some new holiday gift ideas that will make your shopping easier this year. At WeatherTech, we not only make the world's best floor liners for your vehicle right here in America, but we make ordering them and all of our other automotive accessories really easy, too. Find out how you can get WeatherTech protection delivered right to your door by shopping online at WeatherTech.com or calling 1-800-CARMATS. From all of us at WeatherTech, happy holidays. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 4.125%. APR, 4.82%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. When you need to keep a business running, or a school, or a bakery, or an HVAC shop, or an auto body garage, a cleaning service, a locksmith, a contractor, a property management company, a restaurant, a grocery store, a dry cleaner, a hotel, a moving company, a hospital, or pretty much anything, you want Granger. Granger has the products and solutions to help a growing business succeed. Whatever you need, whenever you need it. Granger's got your back. Call, clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This season, I'm avoiding the holiday hassle and heading to Walgreens because they've got all the small gifts and candy I need to stuff every stocking in just one trip. Plus, enough gift wrap to last all season. And with Walgreens just around the corner, I'm in and out faster than Santa himself. Beat that, Santa. Now where are my milk and cookies? Walgreens, at the corner of Happy and Healthy. Now with Card, inspirations from Hallmark Gift Wrap is buy one, get one 50% off, valid through December 17th. Tis the season to be jolly at all five locations of Palmer's Deli and Market. You're hosting a holiday party? Palmer Deli and Market has just about everything you'll need. Meat and vegetable trays, desserts, even those famous Palmer Deli brownies. Palmer Deli and Market with gift cards, always a popular stocking stuffer. Buy $50, get $10 free. Palmer Deli and Market, Urbandale, West Des Moines, Kaleidoscope, Downtown, Ankeny, and on Ingersoll in Des Moines. Palmer Deli and Market. At Palmer's Deli and Market, we think the true measure of a sandwich is how good it tastes, not how long it is. 
That's why Palmer's uses only quality fresh ingredients when preparing our selection of sandwiches, soups, and salads. Our breads and desserts are baked from scratch every day right here in our own kitchens. And at Palmer's, we believe you don't have to sacrifice on taste to eat healthy foods. So when you're buying lumber, buy it by the foot. But when you're buying lunch and dinner, make sure you're buying it for the taste and quality. You'll find that nobody can measure up to Palmer's Deli and Market. Well, they say a smile's worth a thousand words. Dr. Stephen Fuller, fullerdental.net. If you're looking for a new dentist, go with the pro. Dr. Stephen Fuller with two locations, east side of Des Moines and also in Altoona. Dr. Stephen Fuller is now open to take on some new patients in early 2017. Get a hold of Dr. Stephen Fuller, fullerdental.net. Check him out on the web. Again, that great smile. Bring in the new year in 2017. Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dental. FullerDental.net. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 3737 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give him a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. Vesta provides a simply elegant dining experience. Locally owned and operated, Vesta's seasonal menu offers Mediterranean-influenced cuisine served lunch and dinner. Enjoy the private dining area for your next business meeting, experience the open kitchen tasting bar for a special occasion, or just stop in to enjoy the extensive wine and cocktail menu, including half-priced martinis during happy hour. Located in front of the Coralville Marriott, from casual dining to romantic dinner, Vesta has something for everyone. When it comes to outdoor repairs at your home or perhaps your business, turn to the professionals at Spec USA in Des Moines. Spec USA, where Matt Mauser's outstanding crews provide professional concrete work, conscientious, timely, and affordable. From parking lots to porches, from the decks to your front doors, turn to Spec USA. So if it's decorative or commercial concrete that you need, one name, Spec. See their showroom at 4100 Merle Hay Road in Des Moines. SpecUSA.com Sounds equally as sweet on the radio as it did in the OP the other night. Never sounds bad. Never sounds bad. There was one time that it did sound bad. North Dakota State, North Dakota State played it. plays yeah. this and sings it after their mm. games, which yes. I did not know. So that leads us to Iowa, North Dakota State. Iowa, I think, rushed for 24 yards in that game. Does that sound right? Fair enough. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. And yet, congratulations to the University of Iowa's offensive line for being named the offensive line of the year in college football, the best, with the Joe Moore Award. Mm-hmm. And the question I would pose to you and Tom Kickert, who is now on the line with us uh, from HawkeyeReport.com. Tom, is this really, did they really have the best offensive line in college football this year? Well, it was 34 yards that day against North Dakota Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, the difference. Don't, Sorry. Let's not shortchange them. Right. 
Um, course, you know, the yard called back. I'll leave it to the experts. And if go. you watch that Periscope video with Aaron Taylor, who's um, was a pretty good offensive lineman back in his day, that they had guys that played the position, that know the position, and it wasn't just rushing yards that are that that's um, that's entailed in that award. It's about technique. It's about what you're doing. It's about how you uh, run your offensive line, and and uh, they deemed uh, Iowa the winner this year. Well, it's a great award. Of course, Joe Moore has had such a significant impact on Kirk Ferentz, the Iowa program. Eddie Hinkle tweeted that if Joe Moore, he goes, I'm not, I'm thinking about going somewhere other than Iowa. And Joe Moore said, if you don't go down to Iowa, you're an idiot. <laughs> um, and so, you know, it's, it's a great award and one that you know Kirk is extraordinarily proud about winning just because of the name on it. Yeah, this is. This is a special thing for Kirk. Um, you know, I, I think many people know that Joe was uh, Kirk's high school coach at Upper St. Clair High School in, in the Pittsburgh area. Um, kind of brought him on at the GA after his college career ended. Um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure he connected um, Chris Doyle with Kirk Ferentz, and we've seen how you know successful that. That uh, arrangement has been over the past 18 years, so um, there's a lot, uh, lot to be said about um, Joe Moore and the impact he's had on uh, Iowa football, um, going back to when Kirk Ferentz came here as an assistant. So where do they put that 500-pound trophy? <laughs> That's <laughs> a, a big one. Good question. They may just put it in the offensive line room. Uh, you know, I'm gonna. Oh. That's one of the questions we're gonna ask uh, your. Um, on, on Thursday when we get to talk to Kirk and we'll also get a chance to talk to Brian and uh, Coach Doyle and Reese Morgan and um, I'm especially interested to talk to Kirk and Brian and, and uh, Doyle about, about this award because all three of those guys knew Joe Moore so it's it's got to be meaningful to them. You don't throw that, just throw that in the back of the Civic and, and no, I don't toss it, so. you know, put it in the old trophy case there, uh, you know. It's, you're going to have to, it goes in a truck. Well, and, and it, it takes it, all five it, guys to you got to have the pallet mover to get it in, you know. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a big trophy. Well, that's really, it is really cool that, they, that they're getting that recognition. And the beautiful news is that uh, at least the, the starters from that last game, or the last couple of games, they're all back next year. So yeah. they'll play in this bowl game, and they'll all come back next year. Desmond King, uh, kind of up and down as far as uh, uh, where he lands in the various All-American teams, uh, Tom. But, you know, first team, second team, it's pretty good. Defensive back is probably the one uh, – it's probably the most um, subjective spot on the field to try to pick out who is good and who's not. And sometimes stats just don't tell just don't tell the story. I don't think they did necessarily this year because – I thought he had a better year in a lot of ways than than last year, but uh, still a, a great way to wrap things up for him to to get uh, you know several first team awards and a couple of second teamers as well. Yeah, it was just that this year he did not get the interceptions, and that's you know like it or not, that's how what it comes down to a lot of times is just um, who gets interceptions and who doesn't. And uh, last year he got a bunch of them, and this year he had two. So. Um, that's just kind of how it uh, how it works out sometimes, but um, you know, still getting he, he just you know is going to have to go into the College Football Hall of Fame uh, someday to uh, get his yeah um, that's the only get his way to name get on the, yep. the the wall at 
uh, below the press box at uh, Kinnick Stadium. Well, that's the only way you get in. You're consensus All-American twice, or you're in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, it's um, if you're consensus twice, then you automatically get it. But otherwise, it's consensus once and College Football Hall of Fame. I did not know that. Got to have some criteria. It's not a big press box. Well, no, I understand <laughs> that, but I, I guess I actually thought that maybe um, there was like you know a committee or whatever. Yeah, well, and they and they had to start out with a few and. That's who they pick. You get that ring of honor going, and suddenly there's a lot of people there. Hey, shifting gears to basketball, Tom. Um, how does Iowa, after this this lovely little turnaround we witnessed last week, how do they work Connor uh, Tyler Cook Connor Cook <laughs> Tyler Cook right. Tyler Cook back into this lineup um, w- without kind of throwing things off and, and and in a way to meaningfully utilize the incredible talent that he has along with the rest of this team. I think you just slide him right in there in a Mod Wagner spot and um, go with Ian Pemsel up front. Um, those guys are pretty tight. They're pretty good friends. Really intrigued to see both of them out there together because I think that gives them then two kind of formidable low block guys to go with a starting lineup that has three guys that can shoot threes. And um, I, I think that makes Iowa's offense even better moving forward now cook was struggling on the defensive end i think that was part of the issue early on with this team he was just uh not engaged and perhaps now he's going to come back and be a little more engaged and after watching a little bit more maybe he's learned a little bit and they can get him engaged with his athleticism i think that's going to help him forward well, certainly Isaiah Moss has been a nice surprise as well, and you point out that they can shoot the three. One of the things uh, Dave and I were talking about off the air um, was was that perhaps one of the things that Iowa fans, or at least other uh, people around the Big Ten, may have underestimated about this team would be sort of the salty nature of, of uh, Bohannon. And the way that that kid has grown up with uh, the brothers who have played all over, uh, you know, not only the Big Ten, but uh, around the Midwest with UNI. And, uh, you know, he stuck a big three-pointer the other night. But he's just, he's one of those guys, I think, that they're going to find that mentally they need to have that kind of mentality on the floor uh, as they move forward. He's a tough kid. And, um, you know, he may look a little bit baby-faced as a true freshman, but he's a mentally tough kid. He's not afraid to take big shots. Um, he's used to having the ball in his hands and, and taking those shots. So um, you're going to see more shots like that one when you know Iowa State cuts at the seven, and he's got a shot at the top of the key from a couple feet beyond the arc, and he's going to let it fly. And that's kind of Fran's completely comfortable with that. And there's so much to be said for that uh, from a player perspective when your coach has that kind of confidence in you to just say, "Hey, let it fly." And um, we've heard that from Fran over over the years, but he, he means it when you know guys like Pete and and uh, uh, Bohannon and, and also Moss are out there. He wants them to take those shots if they're open, and they're going to take them. Well, in in the beauty of that, and I in we were talking off air, and, and I think you just hit on it. He's had that ball in his hand probably since he was four years old. On the first team he ever had, it was clear that he was the best player um, and all throughout high school. And he's fearless, and he's got a short memory, um, so he doesn't even remember the last time he missed a shot, but he can tell you everyone he's ever made. And and it doesn't 
he's just there's no hesitation in his game at all. And you know, I think he even mentioned it after the first game he played like thirty four minutes or something. He's like, gosh, I'm used to playing all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't see what the big deal is. Right. And so I just I love his confidence there and, and and I'm I'm glad that, you know, we're what, five or six games into the season and Fran basically said, you know what? Christian is a good player, but he's not a point guard, and I'm going to give the ball to a point guard. And and he's been rewarded for it. Yeah, he has, and he's played well. And you look at Christian Williams, you know, he was going to be the starter, but he didn't play with a lot of confidence. And when you don't play with confidence, um, it's tough to hang in there. And he played tentative, and you look at Bohannon, what he's done, he's gone out there and played with confidence. He made some mistakes early on. Seton Hall game was a tough one for him, but you know, he's cut down on his mistakes. He's playing better, and you know, Iowa's playing better as a result. You coming to Des Moines this weekend? Absolutely, as long as the weather's not terrible. Yeah, I kind of heard that there could be some oh, trouble. Yeah. There's always room at the Ridge Inn. Yeah. Hey, I got a, I got a bed. I got a bed. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, uh, I don't know. I'll be monitoring the weather forecast, but, uh, you know, I, I've i gone through a lot of bad storms to cover Iowa basketball. Yeah, there you go. So, you think, uh, do you think that Jeremy Morgan's uh, second half has got you and I back on track to the way that they're playing early in the season, or does Iowa, I mean, I've, I was telling Brett, I think they're going to be a three, four point underdog in this game. I, I mean, do you think Iowa's got a reasonable chance Saturday down to well? It's an interesting game because you always know that you and I is going to get you to play their style. It's just hard to get them in a different kind of tempo, a higher tempo game, and they're going to want to play it in the fifties, sixties, maybe up to seventy. But they're, they're just going to grind you and get good shots and hit big shots. And you know that they want this game. There's, you know, for the first time in a while, there's just a, really a lot of Iowa guys in this game. I mean, there's been some in the past, but it's even more pronounced now with uh, the addition of three freshmen uh, that are from the state of Iowa. You've got a lot of these younger guys who've competed against each other, not only at high school, AAU, also in the primetime league. So um, I... I I like this game. I think it's it's a fun game. I, I know Fran doesn't want to go up to Cedar Falls, and uh, I wouldn't either because he got uh, you know a, a, a shorter stay there than he would have liked the last time he was there. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I don't. Iowa and Iowa State just won't go there anymore. You know, it's just, I will it, guarantee it, you that Tom Eads is in Des Moines. <laughs> you think so? You know the referee? What's that? Yeah, it, is his name Tom Eads? The referee that threw what? Fran out. No, it was. Um, oh, I thought it was Eid. No, the other. Oh, the ref. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was Bo Borowski and yeah, uh, John Bowles. Higgins. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it, John Higgins hair. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, I think. Uh, how far are we? So you're going to have coverage of the bowl press conference coming up, and then yep. uh, we're not too far, we're not too far away from that. It's coming up in a couple of weeks, so maybe that's our. When you when you leaving for uh, Florida? The, Day I'm headed out on the 27th. Okay, a couple days after. So uh, you can get a little time down there. 
Yeah. Get away from the cold for a little while. All right. Well, I'm, we'll, I'm uh, counting the days now with the sub-zero temperatures. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, well, it's no making kidding. those of us who are not going rethink our decision to not go. So, hey, thanks, Tom. We'll check in with you next week, okay? Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. May have to text him on Saturday, see what time he's getting. We can go have a little lunch. Ooh, a little luncheon. There is a pregame deal down there, too. Oh, good uh, God. Are yeah. you talking about, like, like prep, uh, pep rally? No, it's more of a tailgate, but it's an inside Basically, it's beer. Yeah. It's basically beer. Is it free? Oh, I don't think the beer is free. I think the getting in is free. It's like at the, the, it's at the old vets. At the Hy-Vee Hall. Uh, no, it's the con- the convention. It's now it's the uh, Community Choice Credit Union. It's not the Hy-Vee Hall. It's the vet. The, but the it's the same vets. place. Yeah, yeah. Same area. There's something going on. I don't know. I get it. Jacoby sent me a thing about it. Well, there you go. Yeah, because they're Iowa State supporters and they got a little email about it. What's so, the over under number of people still in the in the well for the second half of the Iowa State Drake game? Uh, 3,000? Oh, I'd take the end. You think a lot of Iowa State fans are going to go watch them beat up on Drake? Of course. Are they going to stay? That's my point. I don't know. I don't know. Good Tom's, Good point on, on the Joe Moore Award. I, I, you know, part, of, part of you thinks that, this, that that could have been sort of a lifetime achievement award for, for Kirk, you know, for the, the, the years of of offensive line, stellar offensive line play, based on the fact that they struggled at times this year. But I also think you go back and you look at how many guys were cycled in and out of that offensive line. And any, but his his point about the people voting for the award did it on tech on, on the technical aspects of blocking in the offensive line play, which was interesting. I wonder this. I think I watched, I don't know, four Alabama games. Mm-hmm. They're really good. Yeah, and just think how much, how great would it be to have Pierce Parker? Yeah, I know you can't, it's it's the one. It's the, it's, that's the one. That it's got literally away. the one that got away. But it's that's the, a the fish that got away because he's know? playing center for them and he'd be playing left tackle. And he's you know Iowa kid committed to Iowa, just kind of at the wrong time for yeah, Iowa it, and it, Alabama. It, you know? it is what it is. Yeah, you know, and he's he's been it's in the why you do we so much don't want to lose Oliver Martin just because you don't want to see another kid like maybe that. maybe Harbaugh but, should you know. go to the Rams. Maybe he should. Maybe he is. I don't think he is. Oh, good Lord, That's no. That's not happening. Yet. No. What's going on with that? Why what, where did that rumor come from? I don't know. Some dude was on the Colin Coward show, and he said, hey, mm-hmm. he just, the Rams might be interested. Colin Coward. You know, right. Yeah, the Rams might be interested. Well, I'm sure they're interested in him. You know. we got to love the, the signing, the extension as, as signing. As a child, of, you know, I was Jeff interested Fisher. in Phoebe Cates. Yeah. It didn't mean I had a chance. No. You would you would not have had well, you're you're old enough to you weren't that far off from her. Right? No, we were about yeah, the same age, yeah. Yeah. right? You know what? You really hey, bailed so out after Gremlins. That, yeah, exactly. Maybe it's so Gremlins saying too. I got a chance. No, I'm not. So, so uh, time now for our Templeton Rye last call. Got a Brought great bottle Templeton of Templeton Rye. Rye from my man Brett Halley last night. Thank you. The annual Christmas oh, present for the bowling for team. the bowling team. My and boy Halley, the first nine last night. Going into the tenth, did he really? Eight ten split. Oh, it was a total hose job. Oh, but hey, he ran the first nine. It was the worst two fifty six you've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, nine and eight, and then missed a spare. Ouch! Yeah, well, ouch! It happens. And missed a spare. It happens. Uh. So here's my Templeton right last call from the great little town of Templeton, Iowa. The Hawkeyes are going to win on Saturday. A one pointer.
65 to 64. I don't know if this is a game winner so or we get ahead and they and they miss one at the end. So this is there's two things that you said there that have yet to be proven about this team. One, can they win a low-scoring game? Right? A grinder, as Tom said. And two, can they win a close game? Because the only really close game they played was the UNL game, and they lost. Okay. Right? And that wasn't really all that close. Seton Hall, maybe even. See how they can react to some pressure. I like the Hawks in this game, too. Um, but I, I think it's the same thing. I think they get a little further ahead than people think. The athleticism plays past you and I, and that's it. So we'll All see. Right. There we go. Thanks, Tom Caker to HawkeyeReport.com. Trent Condon back in the studio for Dave Crane Jr. I'm Brett Ridge. Join us next week right here on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 and Mediacom. <laughs>